Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord our God this morning. Good morning to you. Good morning to your household. Hallelujah. It's been wonderful, wonderful days of God's presence and God's visitation here in Sao Paulo. We thank God for your prayers. Thank you for standing with us and thank you for praying along with us. Resounding testimonies of God's goodness and God's faithfulness. We are doing well and waxing strong in the grace of God. This morning, very quickly, I will want to share with us briefly on what I call how God works in us. How God works in us. There are three tools with which God works in us. Of course, there are many of them. But this morning, I believe the Lord is impressing on my heart three very important, cogent ones. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, our anchor scripture says, For God is working in you, giving you the desire and the power to do what pleases Him. That's the New Living Translation. God is working in you. And the tools that the Lord laid on my heart are one, the word, two, the cross, and three, men. Oh yes, men. So the word of God works in two dimensions. The first dimension I want to focus on this morning is the word of God working as a mirror, as a mirror. James chapter 1 verse 22 to 25, but be doers of the word. And not hearers only, deceiving yourself. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he is like a man, observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man he was. But he who looks into the perfect law of liberty and continues in it, he who looks into it, and continues in it, and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the word, this one will be blessed in what he does. The word of God as a mirror. Our responsibility is to come before the mirror of the word of God without a veil, without a covering, to come before the mirror of the word of God unashamed, so that the word of God can detect the word of God can reflect and the word of God can reveal that which needs to be accomplished in us. Second Corinthians chapter 3 verse 18, it says, But we all with unveiled faces looking as in a mirror at the glory of the Lord, we are being changed we are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as from the lord the spirit we're beholding us in the mirror the glory of the lord the word of god works as a mirror the lord wants to reveal to you yourself before he walks in you. He wants to use his word 
to reveal your heart condition, to reveal the hidden things of the heart. Oh, the Bible says, how can a man cleanse his ways? By giving heed to the word of God. How can you recognize your secret thoughts? How can you recognize your weaknesses? How can you recognize the area that should be improved upon? How can we recognize the things that the Lord wants us to do differently about ourselves? How can we recognize that which is within that is unknown to us? The Bible says, Thy word have I hidden in my heart that I may not sin against you. So whenever there is a deflection, a, 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 a distraction coming by reason of any contamination within, the word of God immediately reflects. Immediately reflects. Immediately reflects. The extent to which we surrender ourselves to the word of God will determine the rate at which God's work will be accomplished in us. Oh yes. When Isaiah saw the glory of God, the first thing he saw was a reflection of himself. And he confessed to what he saw. Woe is me. So for the first six chapters of Isaiah, it is okay to say that Isaiah was not conscious of the deformity of his lips in the spiritual realm. Why? He had not seen the word. He had not seen himself in the light of the word of God. Who is the word? Jesus is the word. When we behold the glory of Jesus and we behold the person of Jesus and Jesus is revealed unto us, oh yes, if there is any impurity, if there is any limitation, if there is any cleanness within they come very visible before us we are confronted confronted with the reality of that which is within i've seen men and women look into the perfect law of liberty and say to themselves oh no oh no pastor i see myself in the light of the word of god men who look at the word of god and see a reflection of themselves don't look at others pointing finger oh no they are busy with the conviction and the reflection of the image that they have seen walking on the reality that is before them Isaiah said I saw the Lord I saw the Lord I saw the glory of the Lord his glory filled the temple Oh, then I looked at myself because in the light of the glory there is a reflection of who you are. Nothing can hide in the presence of his majestic glory. He said, I saw the Lord. Then I saw myself. Then I said, woe is me. Because under that terrific manifestation of the word himself the specific thing that is out of order becomes clearly visible I saw the Lord is high and lifted up and his glory filled the temple friends the word of God who is Jesus himself is a mirror 
is a mirror. It's the measure. It's the standard of our measurement. The, he performs that x-ray work in us. He performs that whatever you want to call it, MRI scan, x-ray. He wants to scan through you. That detector that looks through your heart, your behavior, your character, your mind, your desires, your thoughts, your orientation, your convictions, whatever. He looks through you and he compares you and says, son, you have to fix this. You got to fix that. That is the role of the word. And the first role, the first work that the word of God will accomplish in the life of a man who is surrendered to God is to scan him or scan her. Scan him. Look through you and see. In fact, every word of God I receive, the moment I receive that word, I run through a scan. I look at myself in the light of the word. I look at myself in the light of his word. Lord, am I? Am I? Where am I? Where am I? In the scale of things, in the realms of the spirit, where do I stand? Your word has come to me. No wonder the man of God said, Oh Lord, I heard your word and I was afraid. Oh Lord, not the fear that comes from that brings torment but the fear that brings conviction not the fear that brings pain that brings death and sorrow i'm talking i'm talking about the fear of god that brings reverence that brings awe that brings a man or a woman to the place of absolute surrender and he say lord i just want you to fix that one thing in my life i have everything in order but when i look at the mirror just like a woman will stand before a mirror to fix a makeup i see something wrong with me i see something that needs to be corrected. I see something that went out of line. I see something that went out of order. I see something I perceive wrongly. I see something that I think or I assume wrongly. So Lord, the ultimate purpose of my work with you is to be changed into the same image. Not a type of. Not something close to. Not something similar to. But to be an exact mirror reflection of God here on earth. But how can I attain this realm and this dimension if I do not look at the perfect law of liberty? So I look into the word every morning. I look into the word of God like a woman will look into the mirror every day. Like a man will look into the mirror to shave his beard. I look into the mirror, Lord, to ensure that things are in sync, in line with the ultimate purpose of God, with the will of God. I don't just want to live my life without a purpose, without fulfilling purpose. I don't just want to look at my life and accomplish everything, accomplish everything I think good, but then I look into the mirror of the word of God and I find out very late in my life that I have been completely out of alignment. Oh God, oh God, help me to look into the perfect law of liberty. Lord, help me to look, for I know it's only the word of God that will tell me the whole truth. Men may not tell me the truth. Men may tell me what I want to hear. Men may tell me what I want to see but you are the living word and in you there is no darkness at all oh for God is light in him there is no darkness at all and he is the word for in the beginning was the word and the word was with God 
the diagnostic potential of the word of God. The word of God as a mirror. Search me, O God. Look deep within me and see there are things I've missed. There are things I've overlooked. There are things I've, I've assumed they are okay. But because I've not applied the search engine, the scanner of the spirit, that scans from the soul to the spirit and to the body to give you a true report of your status in the spirit. Many have a false understanding of who they are in the spirit. Why? They've not looked into the word of God. Oh, I'm a prophet of God. Amazing prophet you are. Wow. Wow. What a wonderful brother. But I will only agree with your prophetic ministry if the word of God is the basis on which your life is constantly and consistently being measured by. In other words, that you look into the mirror of the word of God and say, Lord, what kind of a prophet am I? What kind of a pastor am I? What kind of an evangelist am I? Am I in conformity with the word of God? Am I in conformity with the will of God? I don't want to do things, oh God, on my own. And discover when it is too late that I've been out of alignment so long ago. How would it have been if Isaiah had written 66 chapters and finally he only had this encounter he had in chapter 6? He had it in chapter 65. How would it have been? It would have meant that Isaiah would have wasted 65. In fact, 65 chapters of his life would have been equal to words without power. Oh! words without power thank god the mirror came to him in chapter six lord send your mirror to me no wonder this prophets of old, they walk in absolute synchronization with God and his word. Why? Because you will hear them say, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, and the word of the Lord came to me saying, brother, if the word of the Lord has not received the authority and the power to speak directly into your life, you are in error. If you cannot stand and say, the word of the Lord came to me, same. This relationship is not of me. The word of the Lord came to me, same. Quit this fornication. Quit this adultery. The word of the Lord came to me, same. This is not my purpose for you, but that is the will I have for you. The word of the Lord came to me, saying, son, spend time with me in prayer. For your prayer level is low. The strength of the apostles and the strength of the prophet in scripture was because there was a constant visitation of the world. The word came to them regularly to check, to examine, to query, to strengthen, to enable, to empower, to build, to clean, to walk in them. For it is God who walks in us, both to will and to do of his good pleasure lord my prayer this morning is that you walk in me my prayer this morning oh lord my prayer this morning oh lord is that your word will 
come to me. Your word will come to me. Your word will come to me with power. Your word will come to me with authority. Your word will come to me as a mirror, as a reflection of who I am to know my state, the state of my prayer life, the state of my fellowship with you. I don't want to have a false understanding of a relationship with God that is not in order. That was the problem of the church. Some of the churches in Revelation chapter 2 and chapter 3, they had a false understanding. Some thought that they were rich. Some thought that they were these. They were doing mighty and great works for God. But because they did not examine themselves in the light of the word of God, they missed some vital areas of their lives. They missed it. Oh, some had prophetic ministry, apostolic ministries. They were open to gift until they entertained Jezebel. Even in the church who called herself a prophetess, they could not look, they could not scream, they could not check their activities, their relationships, their works in the light of the spiritual scanning machine, the spiritual scanning machine, the word of God. My dear friends, my dear people of God, brothers and sisters, if you examine yourself, if you examine your life, if you put your life under consistent, constant submission to the word of God, standing before the mirror of the word of God on a daily basis, my dear brothers and sisters, you will live to glorify God. There will be no regret in your life. And I pray this morning that you will not discover later in life what God wants you to discover today. You will not discover 20 years from now what God wants you to discover today. You will not start walking on the things that God wants you to walk on 40 years from now that you will walk with God unto all pleasing on a daily basis fulfilling his word why or how is this done by consistent constant daily submission to the word of God that is why your daily devotion is very critical your daily devotion, daily reading of the word of God, not a religious exercise. It is meant to be you standing before the mirror of the word of God. And as you do this on a daily basis, you begin to see the little things that try to disfigure, that tries to, to mess up your work with God. And you begin to see yourself on a daily basis looking like your father. Ho, 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 ho. That's why every time you look into the word of God, you are not only looking at the word of God to see what is wrong, you are also looking at the word of God to see how you are growing. How you are growing. My son will stand before the mirror every morning. He will look at his hair. He will look at his eyes. Oh yes, I will stand behind him and I will say, you look like your father. Hallelujah. I want to stand before the mirror of the word of God and I want the spirit of God to say to me, son, you look like your father. In words, you look like Jesus. Ah, son, your prayer life looks like the prayer life of Jesus. Oh yes, you are the same 
image. Oh yes, the greatest thing I can ever, 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 ever hear is not from man, but to hear the Spirit of God say to me, this is exactly how Jesus did it when he was on earth. Oh, sometimes when I rise up early in the morning and my body feels weak, I want to go pray. I want to run out to go seek my father quite early. Then my body begins to say, no, you need to sleep a bit more. And then I hear the word saying, and Jesus rose up a great while before it was day. And then I find strength. I find joy because I see myself conforming into the image of the one who created me. Hallelujah. Oh, looking into the mirror is not only looking at the negatives, it's also looking at the positives. It's also looking at how you are developing, seeing how you are growing onto maturity, seeing how you are becoming like him, seeing the reflection of his glory, seeing the step-by-step changes in your life. Oh, look into the mirror, brother and see how you are walking in the strength of the Lord. Oh, sometimes I look at the mirror and I say, mm, Oh, thank you, Father, for, for setting us free from the thing that held the Galatian church bondage. Oh, thank you, Father, for setting us free from the things that held. So when you look at the mirror of the word of God, you become encouraged. Look into his word on a daily basis. But please, as you look, don't forget don't forget what you saw. Do you want to improve on it? Oh yes, I want to improve on it. I want to improve on it. I want to be meek like my Savior. I want to be, to be, to be prayerful like my Savior. I want to be in His exact image. The Word of God functions first as a diagnostic tool, as a search engine, as a scanner, as a detector to X-ray you and to give you a recommendation of what needs to be done next. By the grace of God, tomorrow we'll look at the other components of the Word of God. I commend you to God and to the Word of His grace, able to build you.